0: Hey everybody, this is Terrell Cummings and this is Season 2, Episode 18 of the Always Relevant Podcast. Today, Dan and I are going to discuss whether a four-year degree from university is worth the student loan debt that's gained. Uh, We'll also give a quick Super Bowl preview and prediction between the Cincinnati Bengals, Hooday, and the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, We'll also do a quick NBA rundown as well. Uh, Lee was nice enough to send us a good drink recipe, kind of dedicated to the Bengals and their Super Bowl run. It's called... Uh, rum through the jungle, so I'm excited for that, for Mix It Up With Lee. As always, we'll have a rapid-fire segment uh, involving student loans, and then we'll have Get Real With Dane and message Money With Rel. So uh, we had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it as well, and here we go. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, we are back. It's season two, episode what is it, 18 of always relevant podcasts? trell comes with you here with Dane mail Day. What's good, man? Hey, we're back, man. It's good. Let's get it, let's get into it. Yes, sir. Ball Super week. Week. Super Bowl week who day. Super Bowl week, who day. Everybody's saying the who days, even Dane saying who day, even though he's a Browns fan, say so he'd be a hater. It's right. He's gonna say who day for a little bit just because he has to cheer for somebody. And as right now, it's just the cast. So football wise, might as well. Be a Bengals fan, hop on board just for a little bit, just this one time. You know, I know it's the Browns year, but get on board. It's Bengals year.
1: Yeah, I, I truly hate the Rams and everything they stand for. So it's really hard for me to pick a side, but I'm looking forward to a good game. We'll see what happens. We got yeah, our no, preview today.
0: Yeah, for sure. Looking forward to talking about that a little bit. Um, but before we do that, we're gonna get into our normal segments. So how are you? How are you really? So I'll start with me. Overall, I'm not bad. Um Got a chance to get out for a little bit this weekend, hang out a little bit. Um, didn't probably sleep enough like I probably should have, uh, but it's all good. Um, overall, I'm really doing all right. Nothing bad, crazy, or terrible happened in my life, so I'm cool with it. I'm good with it. It's been pretty chill. I'm excited for the, the game on, on Sunday, Bengals-Rams. I will be taking Monday off just in case, and I'm um, forward to hanging out and having a good time. So, Dane, how are you? How are you really? I'm cold, man. It's cold. Whatever cold. happened to
1: global warming, man. I thought that was a real thing. It's cold.
0: Hey, it's gonna I, warm up on Wednesday and melt the snow that's here. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, because they're talking about you know mass mandates going away in New York City in two weeks and all that stuff. I'm ready to get back out. And then I walk outside and I'm like, nah.
0: <laughs>
1: no, nah, nah. I cannot believe I don't live in Florida yet. But uh yeah, how am I really, man? I'm good. You know, I am excited about the calves we talked about. Uh you know, a lot of stuff going on.
0: Uh, yeah, it's good, man. Everything's good. Oh, that's good, man. Happy to hear it. Uh, ready to do it. So we're going to bring a mix up with Lee. Lee got in a, got in a drink for us uh, in honor of the Super Bowl. He's also from the Cincinnati area. You know, from Indiana from the Cincinnati area. So he's a who fan at heart and the drink of the week for mix up with Lee is rum through the jungle. So it's uh, two ounces of white rum. Uh, 0.5 ounces of Amaro Nonino, and he spelled that out for me so that I would pronounce it correctly. Uh, one ounce of lemon juice, uh, 0.5 ounces of orange juice, 0.5 ounces of simple syrup, and then you're ultimately have a ginger beer topper. Ultimately, you're going to shake all the ingredients, uh, shake it up in a um, let's see, in a ice-filled container without the uh, without the ginger beer. You're gonna pour over new ice in a cocktail glass, top it with the ginger beer, and you're going to garnish it with two orange twist and a mint. Uh, hopefully i'll he sent me a uh, pic, uh, picture of that as well so i plan on getting that out there on social media so everybody can see how good this drink looks this drink looks so in honor of the Bengals, then going to super bowl the rum through the jungle so i look forward to trying that i will I will test that out one way or another um at the super bowl part we're having on sunday so if i can get you guys um my review on it because one way or another someone's gonna make it whether it's me or someone else hopefully so someone else i trust them more than myself but dane there we go. We got that. Now we're into our bonus segment. We're in restaurants of the week. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first?
1: Oh, man. I got to get this off my chest. I guess I'll just <laughs> get it out of the way.
0: All right. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: So there's a Wendy's by me that I haven't been to in months, in months, because it is a terrible place. Absolutely terrible. So to make a long story short, they knocked the Wendy's down that was by the mall. Okay. Uh-huh. And because they put a Dave and Buster's there. And then they built this Wendy's to replace the one they knocked down right down the road. It went from being a great place to a terrible place. And you know me and you like some Wendy's, right? I won't even go to this place because it sucks so bad. So I finally was like, you know, I'm in the plaza where it's at. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give Wendy's a shot. I see the line going around the thing. I'm like, man, they usually can't handle two cars. I'm going to do it, right? So I get in line wait forever which I expected to do. I wasn't in a rush. I knew that place was going to keep me there forever. So, right. I, so what did I want here? I got myself a Baconator, double Baconator, because it's Get Big 2022. Yes, right, get big, get big, large fry. You know what I mean? I got myself a chili and some hot sauce. I was getting <laughs> some nuggets with some barbecue sauce. I mean, you I'm got serious excited. Get yeah. extra big. Yeah, get extra big. Yeah, getting serious with it. And you know what? I wanted a Coke on my meal. Like, we don't have any Coke. I was like, all right, uh, you don't have any Coke. I'll take a Dr. Pepper. "Eh, We don't have any Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What do you have? Uh, Root beer. Root beer. You have root beer. At Wendy's, all you have is root beer? (laughs) That's all you got? I mean, I I wanted to go crazy, but I'm staying calm, right? I'm like, okay. I I was already in the mental state of mind of of this place's complete incompetence, right? I knew it was coming. So, because I'm in the right state of mind, I knew stupid stuff was going to happen. I'm okay. Right. (laughs) So, okay. What what sauce would you like with your nuggets? Um, Oh, yeah. I want barbecue sauce. Well, we don't have, actually, we don't have any sauces. What do you mean you don't have sauces for nuggets? You have nuggets, you don't have sauce. You have value meal menu drinks, you have no drinks. You have root beer. And no sauce. So, in honor of this place being the absolute worst Wendy's in the history of mankind, I'm going to call it out with its address. 2545 Mickley Avenue, Whitehall, Pennsylvania. (laughs) What is this? Uh, Want a free sandwich? Take our survey. I'd love to get a free sandwich if they ever had anything that went on the sandwich. And I have to wait forever. So, that's 2545 Mickley Avenue, Whitehall, Pennsylvania. The worst Wendy's in the history of mankind. I hope you have a better story for me. Do you have anything good to tell us, at least?
0: I Actually, I do. Uh, Lane and I, this past weekend on Saturday, went to a restaurant called Kona Grill. Had a slightly better experience than what you had, uh, as far as that. Um, good. It's in Liberty Center. It's kind of like I guess it has it's more of like an Asian flair type place, but it had its menu originally had a little bit of everything. They kind of pared it down a little bit, so you can't quite get everything that you are used to, but still found some solid items on there. I ended up getting we got a, the pot stickers for an appetizer, which are great. Definitely recommend those. I think they have chicken within within them and everything, so it's good with the soy sauce. And then ultimately, I got a um, chicken uh, chicken stir fry, and I added shrimp to it. So overall i thought it was great loved it it wasn't too big wasn't too small it was it was good size uh, i had rice broccoli carrots peppers onions in it as well and like it was it was um marinated very well and the chicken you definitely tell the chicken was marinated in it you can tell the shrimp was kind of thrown in with it but that's fine no big deal there as far as doing that it was definitely solid it was really good um i definitely ordered again i thought like i'd probably make it at home if i had the the right, uh, the right recipe for it and make it happen. So that's probably something that's going on the menu here uh, at the house sometime in the near future, but it was definitely solid. It was good. Had a couple beverages there, had the, uh, you know, Moscow mule, uh, had that a little bit and it um, had a margarita on the rocks. So they were pretty solid overall. Wasn't mad about it. It was a good place. Um, wasn't overly expensive. You know, it was a little pricey, but nothing crazy. And um, we had a good time, so it was good. We just sat at the bar. So usually when we go there, that's what we do. And hung out there, watched the Olympics, and kicked it. So it was good.
1: Well, good for you. Like I wanted to talk about a restaurant or two, but I had to call this place out because it just sucks. I've had it. You can't even get ketchup in my neighborhood. What people get COVID
0: and now you can't get ketchup. It's just amazing. And maybe it goes um, back to the supplying, the, the supply chain issues we uh, talked about. A few it goes weeks back. back to the
1: incompetence issue. That's what it goes back to, but
0: that's another story. That's, that's probably true. Whoever is their manager has in charge of ordering their supplies. Uh,
1: Definitely
0: God. messed up on that. Someone Twitter. save that place. I'm going to hit them up on Twitter. Save yeah. this place. <laughs> do it. Do it. You got to do I it. Wendy's, Wendy's originated in Columbus, Ohio, so they usually do things the right way. So they need to make this happen for sure.
1: Dave is turning in his grave if he knew
0: how bad this place was. 100%. Remember Dave, the commercials with Dave? Oh, yeah, Dave
1: Thomas. Yeah.
0: Dude, I remember. want wouldn't put up
1: with this garbage? No. No. Not No. <laughs> We got to go talk to him on the Ouija board or something. This is out of control.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's our restaurant recommendations for the Well, Dane's, not recommending the Wendy's, but I will go ahead and recommend Kona Grill. It's in a, uh, it's a place called Liberty Center, which is on the north side of Cincinnati, uh, in um, I guess we we'll call it Westchester Liberty Township area. Uh, it's probably about 25, 30 minutes from downtown. I said just north of 275. A uh, great place to go. Great uh, Great food around there, great shopping. If you get drinks in one place, you usually walk around the, the shopping center and, and have your drinks uh, as you're going from place to place, and they're good with it as long as you stay within the shopping center area. So pretty cool as far as that. Um, so I definitely recommend it. It's called Kona Grill, and um, yeah, we'll go from there. So, Dane, first segment, are student loans worth it at four-year universities? What do you have for us, man? <laughs> oh, man, so You know, we're always trying to
1: figure out topics, you know what I mean, stuff like this. And obviously, this was a huge election topic. This is a huge topic all the time. This is a huge topic with families all over and everybody who's, you know, been driven to poverty by these ridiculous loans. But, uh, you know, we want to talk about this a little bit today. Right. So, you know, we both want the university. Right. We want the private institutions. We want the schools are extremely expensive these days, way more than when we were there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So look at some of these crazy numbers. So a private university on average and our schools cost significantly more than this is forty three thousand seven seventy five. Right. Forty three thousand seven seventy five a year out of state at a public school is twenty eight thousand two thirty eight for a public school, and if it's in state, 11,631. So, obviously, that's not a bad deal. Actually, it is, but whatever. Uh, Depends on what you go to school for, which we'll
0: get into. We'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the
1: the average room and board is over 10K, okay? And then the the mind-blowing one, which, you know, this was expensive when we were there, too. Right. Books, average, 1,240 a semester or something like that. That's the crazy. average price of books has gone up 812 since 1978. Jeez. Is there a shortage of trees or something?
0: How the heck we get to 812? I don't know. Someone's banking for sure. But yeah. McGraw Hill books—they're definitely getting their getting their share for sure.
1: Yeah. Who would ever have thought of you know the hardback book uh, discovering the. Micro world of the amoeba usually costs around $185. Like, <laughs> what? You know what? I'm about to write a book on something like, I don't know. But anyway, what do you think about those numbers?
0: I mean, it's crazy. It's not surprising, but it's crazy. Tuition's gone up steadily, constantly for the last at least 20 years. And it's like, all right, everybody before reaching college is the way, blah, blah, blah. But then you go to college, you get done, you're stuck with student loan debt where it could be anywhere from fifty to hundred grand that you're in student loan debt, depending on who's, you know, depending on what school you're going, depending on what kind of scholarships and grants you can get, and all that stuff. And just that's hard for people to pay, or they get behind on it, or they have to try to pay five hundred dollars a month, and they're doing that from their entry level position as far as doing that, and they don't have the money to do it, or they can't keep up with it. At some point in time, once they, you know, have a car, have an apartment payment, have whatever is cell phone and other kind of rent and utilities and all that stuff that goes along with it they can't keep up with their payments so then they're defaulting on the loans and they're going to collections then you get a whole other situation where wages are getting garnished and everything like that then it goes back to they can't pay the bills and the house is getting foreclosed on and the cycle starts so is yeah, it are you- going to a four-year university yeah, uh, nowadays, I believe uh,
1: if you try to file bankruptcy, uh, it doesn't uh, clear Does student loans cover. any longer. They are now exempt from the bankruptcy, man. So, and you know, so. we're getting a little old here. People take it out way more than $100,000 now, like oh, yeah. way more. Oh, yeah. I, like, I was
0: definitely lowballing that price. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. So here's the crazy thing, right? And this is what people don't understand They're like, yeah, I need $50,000. I need $100,000. I'll just pay it back whenever, right? So, say you get a hundred thousand dollar loan. You know what? As a college educator, as someone going to college, you should be smart enough to realize you're going to pay significantly more than a hundred grand unless you got that in your pocket to pay off as soon as you get out. Right. You know, unless you're getting out performing your first brain surgery right out of school and paying that off, you're going to be paying this over some time. Oh, so, a yeah. hundred thousand dollar loan over like I think 30 years or something like that you're actually going to pay 139,330 on and that's 1,161 a month. Now, I don't know about you. I didn't have 1,161 in my pocket a month to no. pay for student loans when I first got
0: out of college. No. That's crazy. Not at all. That is crazy and but that's the norm. Uh, you know, and, and, you know the the cost of living's gone up. Twitch for universities gone up. Salaries really haven't gone up that much. It has gone up a little bit, I suppose, but nope, they haven't really that much. So, like, how's it working? How are people? How are people handling this? How are people going to get this taken care of? How can they afford it? Honestly, is it worth it? You know, and if you're going for like med school, is it going to you know going to be a doctor, going through do all that, preparing, to go to med school? Yes, I'll say it's definitely worth it because you're gonna have the salary to pay off those loans. and It's going to be worth it. But right. not necessarily, right? Because the only people that make those
1: big money in the hospitals is like the surgeons.
0: You're you right. know, nurses barely an yeah,
1: hourly wage. So, say you go to four years a school to be a nurse, then you got to do the additional stuff. You know what I mean? You're looking right. at like, and you've got all this crazy loan stuff because usually the medical field is more expensive. You know what I mean? Because of the labs and everything. Right. I mean, that's just crazy, right? So. The rates, interest rates generally for undergraduate average looks like it's 3.73%. Uh, graduate students for like master's and stuff looks like around 5.28%. Yep. And then professional students who are people who must just have unlimited money and nothing to do with their life get 6.28% on their interest if they're taking
0: out loans. That's crazy, right? Crazy. I can tell you from taking out loans, going to grad school, you know, these past 18 months or whatever it took me to get through, uh, get my master's or whatever, like there, there's a regular loan and there's a grad plus loan. The grad plus loan, you want to try not to take that loan if you can help it because the interest rate, I fear what it is, but it's definitely, it's significantly higher than the regular grad loan as far as that. And it starts like immediately as far as that. Usually the grad loan isn't going to start till like six or eight months after you graduated or whatever, give you time to find, you know, your job and start paying it back. No. The Grab Plus loan, the interest starts. The interest hitting now. As Boom. soon as it's gone, it's there. There's no wasting time, whatever. So they encourage you if you can, if you don't have to take the Grab Plus loan, don't take it because the interest is piling on now. So for me, piling on now, trying to pay off that interest ASAP. So yeah, and you know what? These companies
1: are huge, right? They got all this money, and yeah. I love it because it was a big issue during the campaign where people like Bernie Sanders buy. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wipe off student loans, right? And everybody's like, yeah, going nuts and everything like that. Who, who really believed that, right? Anybody who was crazy enough to believe that is just out of their mind and probably didn't go to, you know, I mean, they didn't learn nothing in their four years because they didn't learn how business works, right? Where's the Super Bowl at this year?
0: Oh, yeah,
1: L.A. L.A. What's that stadium called? SoFi. SoFi. What's SoFi do? Whoa. Student loans. That's right. It's big business. <laughs> they run this country. They got money, and I love it, like, and then (laughs) it was so funny because Biden, like, a week later, like, the way he answered the question was, like, kind of like, like, you didn't really think we were going to
0: waive student loans, did you? So, I
1: mean, come on, man.
0: It's it's tough. I mean, they, they, they they are doing it for if you're in certain occupations, probably, you know. Was it public? Uh, public service occupation? Whatever. Yeah, there's do. stuff you, that you, you can't can get them. Can. Loan, you can't get them waived, but you have to have already have paid your student loans for like a certain period of time and been like on time with those payments. There's certain stipulations, and once you've done that for a certain, I don't know, it's five years, something like that, then they'll go ahead and they'll wipe the rest of it away.
1: So, yeah, but you usually got to qualify. I mean, usually if you, you know, and I'm all for it, obviously, you know, if you have a health condition or something that's preventing you from working or something happens to you, right. uh Certain fields, businesses will pay for your degree and stuff like that, or may even reimburse you, like you see in the medical field and stuff like that. But right. you know what? This goes back to the important thing. If you're going to spend, and you know what? This is rough because when you're 18 year old, <clears throat> 18 years old, you don't know what the hell you're going to do, right? Right. You, I mean, some people do; most people don't. Most right? people don't. Right. So you know what? Somebody might do something stupid, like take ancient studies, like me. So (laughs) that's, you're going to end up, you know what I mean? You got to figure out what you're going to do when you get out, right? There ain't too many people making money off that. You know, obviously getting the degree is important, right? Because it leads to jobs. The company I work for now, you can't get in unless you got a degree. But, um, you know, (laughs) I always say, take something where you know you're going to make some money and you're actually going to work Monday through Friday day shift usually is a smart uh, way to look at it. Like, go be a dentist. (laughs) <laughs> you right. going to go yeah, on actual exactly. work in a hospital, you're going to be working terrible hours for the rest of your life, right? Uh
0: agreed. Well, like no, most but, uh, businesses.
1: You yeah, know, what no, I tell I agree most 100%. people
0: what'd you say? No, I said I agree 100%. If you're going to go to school, like try to find a major that's going to be like where you're going to be able to utilize that major and be able to have start your return on your investment because you're taking you, a lot of times you take out your student loans, you got to pay those back and hopefully you picked a degree where you're able to get a job with that degree and start paying back on that investment you've made. So, whether it's business or if you're doing something with communications and whatever, and you've taken the right internships, that's the other thing. If you're doing like degrees like in business or communications, when I wish you would have done, I wish you'd done internships because usually it's all about who you know and where you get into. So, if you take your internship for a year or two at a particular company, typically they've invested their money in you to bring them you into the program, have you learn their stuff. When you get out of school, they're gonna take care of you and get you a job. You know what I mean? So that's something that I will say to any of these young people that are out there, if they're listening to us, which I don't know if you are or not. Odds are you're not, but if you are, or if your parents listen to us, make sure you do internship programs because it's gonna help you get a better job than the typical Joe College coming graduate from school going to apply whatever position he's going for. So it's gonna get you ahead of the game and help you out in the long run. All I know
1: is these, these tuition rates are insane, right? So how many people come out making enough money to pay for this stuff? Well, like you got $139,000, even if you're making a hundred grand, you got rent, house payment, whatever. So it's still a big burden on you. Even if you come out of school, making six figures, let alone someone who comes out of school, making 30K 30, 30 grand. Yeah. Most it's people are going to have 30,
0: maybe 40 grand.
1: Yeah, most people's going to have to come out, work their way up the food chain, you know what I mean, and figure out what they're going to do. But right. I'll tell you what, with these student costs, we should actually get together and come up with a way uh, that some of the school tuition should pay for certain things. Like it should pay for the natty like kegs. You shouldn't, have to, you shouldn't have to go work some job. They, you're paying somebody, some of these students paying 60K a year. They should get natty-like kegs like it's the Homewood sweets in these dorm rooms. Agreed. They Agreed. should get Franzia box wine whenever they want. Franzia. Right? Yes, Franzia. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. I mean, I know the food places, you know, because I go to somebody's college now and stuff to talk or whatever. and uh, stepped up their game. Yeah, man, get, it's like gourmet tears. food now, man. Not to hate on my university or anything, but I lived in Smith Hall and it looked like a prison buffet down there in the morning. You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> so hey, I, I remember getting recruited to Ashland University and that was the recruiting pitch. The big thing was, hey, their cafeteria was gourmet, state of the art. Now, hey, I'm not gonna lie, it was legit. It's it's the best cafeteria I've been in on a college campus, hundred percent. But now all college campuses are like that. It's yeah, it's, it's a norm on college, and and some college kids are gonna probably message us like, you are crazy. The food is not that good at this school. So, if that happens, let us know, prove us wrong. But oh man, these kids are so spoiled it's, now. It, it's way better than what it was when we were in school. You know, we're old and, and gray. It is better, but, like, we even had a delivery pizza service in our thing where they deliver
1: pizza on your phone, you know, come off your card and stuff like that. So, actually, the school I went to was pretty ahead of its time with the food and everything. It was pretty top of the line. But still, I always went to the one that was in the dorm room, right, because, you know, I was probably out all night, and I was in my socks, and I'm walking down. I don't want to go eat nowhere else uh, because I don't want to go outside because it's still cold in Ohio
0: in the winter, right? at At least yours was in the dorm. Ours was not. So Ooh, you had to, you had yeah. to hike it uh, across the, uh, across campus. Well, <laughs> for freshman dorm, it was right across the street, but I just got older a little bit, a little, little, little bit further. It's still not, it's not a big campus. So it's not like it's that far, but it still gets cold in Southern Indiana. So yeah. you still got to make that hike. So, you know what I mean? Do you ever get the magazines from the school, you know, they come
1: in and say, Hey, give us money and stuff like that. It shows oh, yeah. you all the pictures of the fancy restaurants they got in there and everything. Now, like, Yeah, I I will say this, like the schools have stepped up their game, but they have to because it's competition because a lot of people money willing to pay these crazy prices at Harvard and Yale and all this stuff. There's a lot of people like their parents can afford it. Right. Kids go to school for free and then they come out and do whatever. But like most people's taking out crazy loans, like I can't believe all the young people I work with got these crazy loans, man, like crazy loans. And, and, you know, some of them making pretty good money, obviously, but still like I couldn't sleep at night. If I owed somebody a hundred thousand dollars.
0: That's tough, man. That That's tough. And I said, I was, I was saying for my parents to able to help me out when I was in school and everything, I probably would have had less student loans because I stayed the extra semester on the victory lap and I could have helped and coach football and gotten it paid for, but I didn't. I decided I wanted to just go to school and hang out. So that's where a lot of my student loans came from, from that victory, the victory lap sem- uh, semester of school I went to. So now, hey. now I added more on it for getting the, the master. So that's my own fault. But
1: <laughs> let's get into the books too. Like, you know, all these professors are friends and stuff. And they go to all these conferences and stuff. They're like, yeah, use my book in your class. You know, they get some money off that. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? They do. So yeah, they they'll do. tell you to buy a book at the start of this year and you buy the book and you know, they even open it once. Right. So here's my question. <laughs> I mean, you're going to pay $1,200, right? 1200, 1240 a semester. I can pay somebody twelve forty to do my work for me before I pay for the books. Right? Like this is crazy.
0: <laughs> That's you know true. I mean? You probably could. Yeah. You probably could. Hey, or you could, or you could find someone that had the book somewhere else. That was that was one thing. As we got older, we got smarter. So we are in we we're both in fraternities, and typically you could find someone in the house that had the class for you, that had the book, and then you just pass the book around through the house, and that helped. That helped on those expenses. But. So,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, pass the book around, stuff like that, be social, you know what I mean? Uh, go to fraternity parties so you don't have to pay for the beer and do whatever you right. got to do to get by. So we'd set a $100,000 loan, right? Yep. So if you take 43775 times four, that's assuming you're going to graduate on time, no summer school, no nothing. Yep. And you get your degree, it's one hundred seventy five thousand one hundred. dollars one hundred seventy-five thousand one hundred. So that's what I'm saying. People's taking out loans way larger now.
0: Oh yeah, so you no, get out. Sure. You owe yeah, all that really money. Lowball on that dollars, hundred thousand dollar loan. Like it's people are Yo, taking out more than that for sure. If
1: you're making, you know, say sixty grand a year, you know what I mean. You'll be paying that till you're seventy-five years old, man. You'll be cashed out your four hundred one k
0: to pay off your student loan. It's it's crazy, right? It, so, it goes with you to the grave. So once yes. you pay it off. You are stuck with it. Yeah. Heck yeah. So
1: you, they say you can't take it with you. You're going to take that with you. Yep. So
0: yeah. they're going
1: to get their money. So, you know, it's just crazy out there with the student loan stuff. Uh, so basically what we're telling you, although I know no one's going to listen to us because we didn't listen to anybody either. Nope. Before you sign the dotted line, make sure you know what you're getting into. And, um, know what you're going to go to school for something where you can make some money. So on the flip side, here's where I don't feel bad for people. Nobody's making you sign for that $175,000 loan. Master. That's your decision, man. Right. Nobody's holding you a gunpoint to sign that. You could go get a job. You can go get an internship You you join the military, do whatever, right? You don't have to sign the dotted line. So I see all these people out in the street crying. They got student loans, go get a job and pay for it. You sign the dotted line, right? Now, you know what? Everybody might say, so, all right, here we go. What do we always talk about? Supply and demand, right? Yep. Why would a school not charge 60K if people are willing to pay 60K? If people are willing, now, if people, you're telling me right now, if people weren't willing to pay that money and sign on the dotted line and take out all that money and all that loan, the school wouldn't be charging that or it would be out of business. But people are willing to pay it. So the price will just keep going up.
0: Right? Oh, yeah. It's so not stopping when you're anymore. out
1: there crying, you got student loans and this and that during the great resignation, go get a job, make some money. Right. I'm not saying I'll sympathize for you. It's horrible. A lot of parents have to co-sign for these things and then they get hit for them, you know, get their parents call and they got to pay for it. It's a terrible situation. But at the end of the day, you got to know what you're getting into. And if you sign the dotted line, you got to pay the price.
0: What do you think? unfortunately that is the case try to find grants try to find um scholarships get out there on the apps like scholarly and everything every little bit helps i wish i would have done more of it i probably should take more time with it even the second time around getting my master's should take my time with it uh, time with it more and got more than what i did so that's my own fault i'm not pay for it is what it is hopefully with my job that i have and everything it's gonna ultimately pay for itself and be good and be good to go. So that's what I'm banking on. So hopefully all those uh kids that were undergrad that are graduating to get those good jobs out of college, hopefully you're able to uh, make it make it worthwhile for yourself and uh start paying them back like you should. And you know, good luck with it. Because I know, you know what you bring up. Expensive.
1: You, you bring up a good point, man. Do your research. Find out where there's money. You know what I mean? There's Monday all kinds of loans and stuff out there. Even
0: Natty Light gets scholarships. Natty Light. Hey, I tried, to get, I the the, to, I tried to get the Natty Light scholarship. I tried <laughs> to get, get it. it. I put a video out there and said, hey, Natty, this is why I need it. I probably should have been more creative with it or whatever, but I didn't do it this time. I did it the first year and getting the master's. I, I, I applied for it. Put my thing out there on social media and try to get it. Hey, if they were to pay for my whole schooling, then well worth it. So Yeah.
1: And there's a lot of jobs out there that your parents could be working. They might give some money for you to go to school. Do your research. Don't just say, I want to go to school because here's what they do. They don't help you get all that scholarship money unless they want you. Like in our case, you know, if you play football, they're going to tell you, you know, this is what you can do. Yeah, they'll find ways to, you know, make it work. So if you got something going for you, you know, you got somebody, doing, you know, helping you out with that stuff. But if you're just going to school, just go to school and – people ain't beating down your door to go there because you got like a 4.4 grade point average and a 36 SAT. If you're just the regular dude trying to go to school, they ain't gonna do nothing but push this in front of you and say, hey, you sign this dotted line, you get this loan and, uh, you know, you get your four-year degree and now you can do it from home and sit there and not even get the college experience and still pay all that money. At the end of the day, you still gotta pay it, right? Yeah. So we didn't even say this, Think of all the people that actually don't graduate. I can think of people I went to school with that actually went for three years or two and a half years trying to keep themselves eligible to play ball or do whatever. And they now they got these loans, right? And not only did they probably lose any money they got during that time and we had to
0: get this huge pay, they got to pay that back and got nothing to show for it, right? Right, it's like you're almost there, you already got the loans, might as well finish out school so you have something to pay it back. Cause most places now, like a high school degree, unfortunately it's sad to say high school degree is going to cut it. Things probably should, people should probably look at besides going to four-year schools. Look at those trade schools. That yeah. those, those trade jobs are out there, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a guy that was, that's good with my hands or that that would have gone down that path. But I see that the supply and demand, you know, the supply is there and the demand is decreasing. So, I mean, so like you people said, retiring and, and all that, like those jobs are open and it's always going to be around. Plus, you can ultimately, if you want to run your own business doing that stuff, if you wanted to do that on the business side, you can still do it. It's just you're starting, starting everything out differently. But you can make good money in trade and you know, doing those uh skilled trades. And you know what else is out
1: there too? Like obviously, online the internet, all that stuff, all these opportunities to make money now that you don't need the degree on, whether you're dancing on TikTok or trading crypto, whatever the hell you're doing, there's other options. Don't just automatically sign up, you know, and go to school just for a four-year degree, you know, look at other options if you don't want to take out that huge loan. Now don't get me wrong. I'm glad I went to school. It was good for me. I needed it. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, my school, I'll you know, vouch for it anytime someone asked me, would you go there? Absolutely. I'd read to go there all over again. No doubt about it. I needed it. It was a great school, great professors, and everything. This is not a knock on college. This is just saying supply and demand. It's gonna
0: cost you if you want to go. Know what you're getting into. Know what you get into. Try to have a plan. I know it's it's tough for those undergrads early. They don't know they don't know what they're gonna do. Take your time making decision when you make it. Hey, try to think about what you're gonna do when you get out because. That money is going to start six months after you graduate and start making these student loan payments. So hopefully by then you have a job lined up where you can start making those payments. Cause I'm sure it's going to be pricey. Hey, and they love it. When you say defer, you can defer it. You know why? The interest. interest doesn't stop at all. But oh yeah. Go ahead. Hey, you can do a six month deferment or whatever it is. That interest is going to stack up the whole time. Then once you start paying back on it again, it's added back into your, um, to the whole amount and then you're paying on that. So it's the interest that got added to it. You have a new amount, we start paying it. Then all of a sudden it starts calculating off that new amount. And then that means your interest is higher and you pay more money. It's gonna take you longer to pay it off. If you can pay it off. Yeah, Uh, I mean, it's all cycle.
1: And the student loans aren't going away. If you're sitting at home right now, playing video games, living in the virtual world, not doing Jack thinking student loans are gonna get wiped away. You're out of your mind. It's big business, big lobbyists, big money. The Super Bowl is being played in SoFi Stadium. Student loan business isn't going anywhere, and no one's going to look out for you but yourself. You got to make sure you're smart with your money because that's what we're always talking about.
0: Nope, agreed, one hundred percent. And um, yeah, just do what you can, try to limit those student loans as much as possible. Take it from people that have gone through it; it'll be worth it in the end, but. I know it's, it's a different story now just because of the price of school and how much everything's gone up. It's just it's outrageous. So but it's not gonna her. be
1: worth it if you don't graduate. So if you yeah, take yeah. out
0: them loans and you don't finish,
1: it's a miserable yeah,
0: at least at least graduate because like I said high school diplomas isn't it's not really cutting it anymore as far as getting you those quality jobs in the business world. So like it's like the the ground zero is having a, a degree, a four-year degree from university you know and that's like how you get your foot in the door so or how you can try to get your foot in the door i won't say it gets your foot in the door it gets you to it gets you to the interview to try to get your foot in the door it's that. if you don't have that they're gonna toss aside without even looking at your at your resume almost guarantee it
1: yeah if you have no
0: experience that's the next best thing is the is the degree right so all right do we have anything else on that Dane? No, no.
1: Uh, just don't mess with your money. Rel's always saying, "Don't mess with your money." And we just did. We just did a schooling on interest rates, <laughs> big money spending, people's gouging. You ain't looking out for you. Student loans ain't going nowhere. Use your mind. And to take it from Rel, don't be messing with your money.
0: Yep, that'll, that'll definitely mess with your money. I promise you that. So, all right, what we got? Super Bowl preview: Bengals, Rams. Who day, Dane? What do you got, man? Hey, uh, big game.
1: Uh, I think we're going to make our picks, but let's talk about it first. Yeah, he's got – hey, you got to keep wearing that because they keep I know.
0: I mean, I, I'm glad I have two of these shirts because, <laughs> you know, otherwise i will be horrible. But I was planning on wearing a different hat, but now I got to go with it because if I wore something different and they lose this week, um, it's, it's my fault. I'm the reason. So, I got to stick with what's working.
1: Yes, and we're gonna, we're gonna have to talk about sports superstition at some point. That sounds like a great topic for us, but it's real. So it don't even real. think it's
0: not. If it, if it's in your mind and you think it's real, it's real. So it's real. That's right. That's right. Whatever it takes. I wasn't really big superstitious, but I am right now. It's working, so I'm not I'm not going away from it. So yeah. So but here's to, to go to the game.
1: Right? Uh, L. A. Is the all star team. Yeah. It really has never worked in the NFL before where you take a bunch of big names, big contracts, older players, put them all together. I mean, the Raiders tried that for, you know, since their beginning of their history, getting mm-hmm. big names, trying to win that way. It, it, it's just not worked in the NFL, not like it has in the NBA not like it even has with hockey, like the Red Wings teams in the 90s and 2000s were super teams who were just steamrolling everybody. Um, Look at some of these teams like the Golden State Warriors, uh, the Showtime Lakers, the Celtics all those years. Like, you know, super teams work in those sports, even not as much in baseball because teams still can get through, but look at what the Dodgers are doing. They did win a World Series two years ago. Right. Uh, so even to, even to a certain extent, the super team works in baseball. The Rams are the super team, right? They went out and got all these guys. They got Vaughn Miller. They got OBJ. They got Aaron Donald. They got
0: Matthew Eric Weddle. They got Eric Weddle out of retirement.
1: Yeah, Eric Weddle after two years in retirement. I mean, they said he kept in shape playing pickup basketball. He looks like he hasn't even missed a day of practice. He's doing all right. Yeah, and then you got you know all these guys, and then you got the Cincinnati Bengals, who hardcore football fans probably only know who Burrows is. But uh, you know they, uh, I hate the LA Rams. They're everything I hate. I hate about the Super Teams. Uh, Stat, it's still a quarterback-driven league, right? So, and the quarterback that makes more plays than the other team's quarterback usually wins the game. Now, Defensive players and all that stuff, but this was an interesting matchup. And uh, as good as Aaron – honestly, one of the reasons I haven't just jumped and said the Bengals were going to win is because Aaron Donald is a one man wrecking crew on that defensive line, and the Bengals' offensive line, though, has been better. Uh, they're going to be we're still similar to the Tennessee Titans up on the front line, so yeah,
0: I mean, you got to uh, think about it too. I mean, you have Aaron Donald. And they have Von Miller from the Broncos, who was number one number pick. He's, I mean, honestly, I don't know how old he is, but he should still be somewhat in his prime. Like, oh, he's like, still a top player, yeah, yeah. I feel like he shouldn't have lost himself. So, like, that's me the trouble for the Bengals and their offense lines. The fact that the Rams are going to be able to put pressure on Burrow and not have the blitz to do it, and plus they have one of the top cornerbacks in the game in Jalen Ramsey. Not say that Jamar Chase can't handle that, but if Jalen Ramsey's falling all over the field, they're going to rely on. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, which is a good thing to have those players. You want you might have Yuzama, you might not because he got hurt in the last game at, at tight end. But are the Bengals be able to run the ball? I'm not sure. You know, are they going to rely on Chase to make big plays? I'm not sure because Jalen Ramsey is top three cornerback in the league in my opinion. When it comes to straight man to man coverage. I, I agree. He, he's, he's one of those dudes. You know, now, the granted, the rest of the secondary has been hurt, but then they got Eric Weddle who's come in and he's like found the fountain of youth, come in like 37 years old, but he's still playing well. So, they're able to get pressure on Burrow, don't have the blitz to do it, have top cover corner. So, it's really, to me, it's going to come down to those other players, Joe Burrow and how he's playing, what he's seeing, and what T. Higgins can do and what Tyler Boyd can do, and ultimately, if the Bengals can run the ball. To try to to try to slow down the pass rush.
1: So. The Bengals had a little trouble running the ball till late in the game against the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs defense finally wore out when they realized Mahomes had packed it in for the Pro Bowl at halftime. But uh, I think uh, you know if you watch the Bengals, like I looked at their roster at the start of the year, I was like, okay, there's talent there, but the other three teams are probably better, and they're going to finish last. And I think uh, everybody. I thought going to be last. There was a lot of argument over who was going to win the division. Was it going to be the Ravens? Was it going to be the Browns? Was Ben got one more big push in him? No one ever said anything about the Bengals being anything but last place. When That's you look true. at their players, what I love about them is Jamar Chase is a star. I guess you could see that coming. He had that talent, but to actually do it right away, right away, yeah. Uh, Boyd Higgins. They, they have receivers with tight, their tight ends. They have receivers with height that can go get the ball. They can right. go get the ball in a double team. That's why I kept saying about the Browns. Browns got guys that can't beat one-on-one coverage. Yeah. Bengals got guys that can get up and get the ball on double coverage. everywhere. Uh, yeah. Mixon is enormous. He's, in my opinion, he's the most underrated back in the league because no one talks about him. Everybody talks about George. Everybody talks about Chubb, and rightfully so. But
0: Mixon is that type of back. He's huge. He's fast. Yeah. He's physical. He's a game breaker. If you watch uh, him play in their offensive line, because their offensive line, they get beat on the running game a lot too. It's why you don't see a bunch of Joe Mixon rush for 150 plus yards or even 100, you know, 130 plus yards a game, right? They run a zone blocking scheme, and though his his style of running, he's a patient runner. He has good vision, and usually makes the first guy or two miss. That's yeah. how he gets his yards. Like, he's very hard to tackle. That's why he's usually better in the second half of games. Usually, if they run the ball enough, he usually gets stronger and the defense is getting tired. And then he can start taking over that point. In I feel like they don't really do that anymore because Joe Burrow's kind of stepped up, throwing the ball in the second half of the game. But to me, I still think that the offense should still go through Joe Mixon. You know, Joe Burrow's showing what he can do. But if you want to be more consistent and less reliant on just a straight passing game, they, I think they should still be running the ball. That's my opinion. But I think they're gonna be able to run
1: a little bit because if you want the Rams, what the Rams did to the 49ers is stop them from running.
0: Right. But
1: as good as the receiver, as good as the 49ers were not running the ball, as good as the receivers and tight ends they had, that team has Jimmy G, who is awful, right? Don't come at me with his 30 15 record. Like put Aaron Rodgers on that team. Put yeah, Burroughs on that team. Years. Yeah. Put Russell Wilson on that team that just he threw 27 oh, touchdowns. The rest of their
0: roster, the roster is Super Bowl. Yeah. Right?
1: That's for Jimmy. Sure. The only reason the 49ers aren't wearing a, winning the Super Bowl by a lot is because they have Jimmy G, who grossed you the Cleveland Plain dealer once for some reason, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> we already talked about the Cleveland Mini. But uh, I mean, look at, the, I, I just think the Bengals are stacked. Uh, I am worried about Aaron Donald up on the line. Uh, nobody's been able to block him yet. He took over the game in the fourth quarter against the 49ers. It was all over Jimmy G. But here's the thing the, the Rams are not going to be able to come up and just play the run like they did against San Francisco and get on Samuel and stuff like that. They're going to have to respect the pass because I'm telling you right now, Joe Burrow is the reincarnation of Joe Namath. The swag, the look, The game, it's Joe Namath. He might not be the great athlete Joe Namath was, but he is everything else, and he's He's a winner.
0: He's not a bad athlete, though. He's not a bad athlete.
1: No, and he's a winner. He's a winner. So uh, Stafford, you know who's not a winner? Stafford, right? I've never been a Stafford fan. He's on a super team. Think about this game last week against the 49ers. How many
0: interceptions, easy interceptions, did they drop last week? Like three. There, there's at least two. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm probably more of a Stafford fan than you are as far as that. Because he was in Detroit for years. Him and Calvin Johnson were putting up numbers back in the day. It and is a quarterback like, league, man. I don't care they, what they team. No, the they win. had nobody around them. They had nobody. Oh, anybody. man. And
1: Calvin Johnson, who just they just put him in the
0: Hall of Fame. Yeah. And oh, he was throwing he to. He didn't him. have anybody. He was getting his brains beat in.
1: Look I don't you. buy that. I don't buy he didn't have oh, anybody. Man. And he got to play the Vikings and the Bears. He did have to go up against Aaron Rodgers. I understand it's Detroit. He's on a super team right
0: now. Now he's on a super team. Yeah, there's no excuse right now because he has he has OBJ, <laughs> OBJ to get in the ball early. He's looking like the OBJ of old a little bit, trying to come out and, you know, showing everybody. He's trying he's to get paid. Trying to get paid, too. They have Cooper Cup, leading receiver in the league in all categories. He swept that guy's awesome. He makes you better. He, he, he makes you better, and he's going to be a matchup nightmare. He's going against – your nickel nickel cornerback who's usually like your third best cornerback he's going yeah. to linebacker who's going to get safety both all those matchups favor him because in the slot he's tall enough to go over people he's strong enough to go by people like or strong enough to um, to go against those nickel corners but he's fast enough and quick enough to be guarded then to be guarded by safeties or linebackers and he's just a matchup nightmare and, and they take advantage of that and he's He's good at what he does. He's been good. He's been underrated his whole career. Even going into college, he went to Eastern Washington, which is a 1AA school, or I'll say FBS school or whatever. So it well, was like he was highly recruited out of high school. But he was dominant in Eastern Washington. I knew who he was before he came to the league, but I didn't know if he'd be able to make that transition in the league. And obviously he has, and he's a really good player, and he could be a matchup nightmare for the Bengals as well. You know what, though? But the Bengals defensive coordinator, what's his name? I don't even remember his name, to be honest with you. I know he's made some really good calls out there on defense. The way his defense good situations. The way his defense has
1: performed in the playoffs and what the Bengals' defense does, and this is basically what the NFL is now, defense has to make timely stops. You're not going to shut teams out like you used to with players like Patrick Mahomes and today's rules. But making timely stops and making the adjustments to make yep. those stops – I can't believe that dude isn't maybe getting some head coach consideration with all these hirings out there because of the way his defense has played. The way hit the defense he played against Mahomes beating him twice this year was awesome. He I mean, played he to all his weaknesses. He had this yeah. delayed blitz, the spy with an athlete like Hubbard who can cool. stay with you. Uh, and just he should be getting some love because the defense has been awesome.
0: Everybody's talking about
1: Burroughs, but the D's been awesome.
0: They, they, he definitely confused Mahomes of a lot of scrimmage, played a lot of zone, but along with that zone, didn't blitz much at all. And they played the rush three and they had the spy that was there that would be a that would have a delayed blitz after that. And that would force him to like, all right, so he's confused because he's looking at everything, nothing looks open. Then when he starts trying to make a play, then you have someone coming at him from a random angle that he's not really looking at, and he has to worry about that. They just to try to make quick decisions at that point in time, and he just wasn't making the right choice. He was messing up so. Yeah, and you know what? Like I said, I, I picked I – mean, I'll
1: freely admit it. I picked the Raiders to beat the Bengals. And they were one of the hottest teams in the league with an awesome defense. And mm-hmm. they are playing well. And the Bengals shut him down, right? Yep. It wasn't so much the offense. It was the defense shut that Raiders offense down. Then against, uh, you know, Tennessee, you know, Burrow gets famously sacked now nine times and they're getting beat up. What The defense locked down. With all yeah. the weapons Tennessee has with King Henry back, they shut them down. Then you play the Chiefs, and this is probably the most impressive thing. What did I text you after, like, the first quarter? This game's over. They're blowing over. the Bengals Dude, it's out. Early. It's early. All <laughs> of a sudden, the Bengals go into some kind of weird zone defense with a spy with mm. stunt blitzes and just confuse the hell out of Mahomes. Uh and and just totally shutting down. That's coaching, right? What do we always talk about? It's coaching in the well, NFL, right? Also, so I also
0: think the Bengals believe in themselves in the second half. They've always been a second half team. They've been a second half team all. And year. That's coaching, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they believe in themselves. I think they, they've done well. I think they feel prepared. Like I said, it's coaching. I think they prepared themselves. They feel they're prepared and ready to go. And um yeah, it just shows they, they don't feel like they're ever out of the game. And I, yeah, I think it definitely shows out there on the field. Plus, they have a guy that they believe it in, Burrow, that helps too. You know, they don't have yeah. to just their defense; they believe in the guy that's leading them on offense too. So, hey, I'm not
1: minimizing Burrows at all. Uh, I just think some other people deserve some props too, which yep. brings me to my pick. I'll go ahead and go first here. All right, uh, I'm I'm gonna go Bengals because, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's real simple. I trust Burrow. I don't trust Stafford. For that reason, I got Bengals in a close one. I think there's going to be more points than we think. I think Bengals win 34-27.
0: I think for me, I think the Bengals need to make sure that they don't let the Rams get out to an early lead. Like as far as like more than two touchdowns. They need to keep it within two touchdowns. I'm not saying they have to be in the lead, but if they keep within two touchdowns again at halftime, I think they'll be all right. I do think it's going to be a higher scoring game um yeah it's probably I'm probably saying like 33 33 24 um you I going Bengals go, too I'm going Bengals I I can't go against the Bengals yeah I'm <laughs> going Bengals you already know yeah
1: yeah so I mean it's going to be a good game I think uh I just think this is the Bengals window right Burroughs yeah. is on a rookie contract. The team's stacked. I think most of. I don't know who all they lost, but they got a lot of people. I think under contract.
0: And most of most of the money's on defense. Yeah, so they like Von Bell, and yeah, um, Reader, who's actually out for the year, who came from the Browns. He was like he was doing really well playing D tackle, you know, until he got that foot injury where he's out for the year. But their draft picks have been have been well. But this, you're right. This is their window. I think they have like a two to three year window before they're going to sign Burrow. They're going to sign. At the sign, um, the linebacker that Jay drafted the same draft as Burrow last year. Um, oh yeah, and look
1: at your D line—you got Joby from the Browns, right? Yeah, uh, he's been making plays. I liked him in Cleveland. We yeah. signed <laughs> Billings. We signed Billings from Cincinnati, and we—and he was so bad they cut him because he was and yeah. out of shape. Yep. So I mean, you guys got the better of that swap. Uh, and then, you know, I just. It just feels like their time, like it feels like their window is right now. Uh and the Rams with their with their with the way they sell out every year, every year has to be their year because the amount of money that's spent and oh, yeah. mortgaging their entire future, the NFL won't even let them trade their picks anymore, I think, because they've traded so far down mm-hmm. that, that if someone if you ever fired McVay, who's gonna want that job other than living in LA because you don't have picks for the next
0: 10 years? That's true, that's tough. Yeah, so they're, they're definitely they're committed to now winning the Super Bowl right now, um, every year, I, I, I'm like you said, I mean Stafford is he's kind of a gunslinger. I am think I can count on him to throw one or two picks. You know, I don't think the, the Rams running games or anything crazy or special. Um, now, they have Cam Akers back. Who is a better receiver out the backfield? Yeah, but, um, I think I think the Bengals, I really do think the Bengals can do it the way they're playing. They, you know, they're talking about playing unselfishly. I think that they are a team. You know, I think that they, they, they don't have a lot of me. You know, they have Joe Burrow, who's who's that dude, and everything. They got a lot of swagger and everything. Got, you know, they have that that moxie and everything. But overall, um, I, I like Burrow. I like what he's done. City of Cincinnati's embraced him, and um, I'm ready to see what they can do on Sunday.
1: Yeah, it pains me to make this pick, but like I said, I I, I just. It's real simple for me. I trust Burrow. I don't trust Stafford, and that's going to be the difference.
0: Gotcha. All right. Well, there we go. Who Day fans, Dane's on board picking the Bengals. I think the <laughs> Bengals as well. Um, we'll see what's good, and um, hopefully when we have this podcast, when we record next week, um, we'll be celebrating um, the Bengals' <laughs> first ever Super Bowl. So I'm hyped. I'm excited about it. Um, and we're we'll looking to see what's good. So, Dane, what do you got for the, the quick NBA update? I mean, All right, we got hey a quick body, body, NBA body update
1: because the land is relevant again, and the trade deadline's coming up. They just made a trade, got rid of Ricky Rubio, who was playing awesome. I feel terrible for him. He was having his best year ever, tore his ACL. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They, they were – Indiana's a mess. The Pacers, they're able to make a deal for Carlos Lavert, right? He is average, he's 6'6", 205, 27 years old, average at 18.7, 3.8 rebounds, 4.4 assists. He's going to fit in and fill in some of that wing help we need, at guard and all that stuff. Huge pickup, hometown guy from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Rumor is he's excited to be there. And here's what I want to say here. The Cavs are one game out of first place, right? So, for all, all our Northeast Ohio here, who have been still crying about the Browns and the disaster this was. The land is back playing basketball. They're one game out of first. We got Miami, Chicago, Milwaukee, 76ers all in the mix right there.
0: They're young. Uh, They're yeah. young.
1: Now, there's a lot of rumors out there, trades right now, although I heard it's dead on all the shows we watch. But uh looks like Ben Simmons is going to be staying and not playing, and Harden's not going to be going to Philly. So look out for that blockbuster trade. That's the one people are looking at is Harden for uh, Simmons. Uh, the Nets are a mess. They've lost eight in a row. The big three have only played 17 games together. It's a disaster. This is the Cavs window. Embiid has no help. Chicago's best player is, uh, oh, God, the guy from Toronto, all the DeMar DeRozan. Stuff. Yeah. Um, DeMar DeRozan, if he's your best player, you're not going to win a title. Well, him and
0: Zach Levine's up and coming in Chicago
1: there. Yeah, but I'm not sold. They're small, which doesn't win unless you shoot like Curry. Right. Uh, Miami Heat, not sold on the Heat. Jimmy Buckets, not not not, in, not a top-end player. But here's this. The Cavs remind me of the 2004 Pistons, right? The total team, no superstars. Real quick, got to go through some numbers. And just so you know, Laverne in his last game as a Pacers scored 42 points. So he's coming in hot, all right? So Jared Allen, 16.2 points, 11.1 rebounds. They snubbed him in the All-Star game, right? So what do he do? He got 20-20 against the Hornets the other night, won that game. Yep. Erland, going to the All-Star game, 19.8 points, 8.2, <laughs> well-deserved. He's going to deserved. be the hometown representative in the land here February 21st or so whenever the All-Star game is. Kevin Love, resurgent, my favorite player, 14.6 points, 7.5 off the bench, dish and, dish and biscuits. Laurie Markin, 13.6, 5.3. Evan Mobley, your Rookie of the Year. By the way, Love's going to be your sixth man of the year. Evan Mobley, 14.9, 8one Shoe shoo-in for Rookie of the Year, the seven-foot unicorn. Not that guy down in Dallas. The unicorn is Mobley this changed. We got Okoro with nine. Jetty coming off the bench with 10.9. And I'm looking forward to some playoff Rondo. The land is back. Give them the trophy. The Larry O'Brien's coming back to Cleveland. You heard it here first. I ain't buying the hype, all this other stuff. The Lakers are done. That's it. That's what I got. Trade deadline. Cavs all are the right.
0: winners. Playoffs hey, go hey, through man. Cleveland. I'm not going to discount it. We'll East see goes through Cleveland. <laughs> I'm not going to discount it. There are a lot of injuries that happen. There's a lot of under, underachieving teams out there. I'm not going to I'm not gonna discount it. Cleveland's playing well. They're doing better than everybody thought. Dane's back on the Kevin Love bandwagon. So he's hyped. I'm hyped. Let's see. We'll, we'll see what's good. Hopefully, I hope I'll get a chance to go see the Cavs uh, play a game sometime this year. Yeah, so they play in the Garden in
1: April on a Saturday. I plan on going to that one. I plan on being in Philly for the game against the Sixers. Courtside seats about 3,300, so I won't be sitting courtside, but I'll be sitting Ooh, a yep. little bit. Yeah, 3,300 on this. Courtside seats, 3,300 on Ticketmaster for 76ers Cavs. So I'll be sitting a little bit behind that. I think dishing that out. But Understood. I'll be at those games, man. Let's And I'm, I'm going to try to get to the land for a home game again. So, exciting to say the least.
0: Gotcha. All right, no, that's good, man. Excited for it. Ready to see what's good. Let's go ahead and get in there the fire, so we try to wrap this up here soon. All right, Rapid Fire, you know what we like to do?
1: We yes, like sir. to go off the main topic. We're going to do some Rapid Fire Student Loan Edition.
0: All right? <laughs> All right, let's see what's good.
1: All right. Would you pay twelve forty dollars
0: for the textbooks or pay twelve forty dollars just for someone to do the work for you? I'll probably go ahead and pay twelve forty dollars for the textbooks. Just saying. <laughs> got, got to learn stuff myself so I can get that return <sighs> on investment. I'm the one doing the work. I'm the one doing the work. Got to learn it. Got to figure it out. Got to figure out how I'm going to pay it back. I got one on my own. That's what it is.
1: Yeah. I guess you got to do it right. There's got to be some integrity left in this world, right? All right. <laughs> That's right. That's our podcast. Integrity is the first integrity. Thing you get your money with some integrity. All right. <laughs> hey, going to pay the
0: extra to live by yourself or are you going to get a roommate? I'll probably have a roommate, to be honest with you. I'm not going to pay extra to live by myself, you know, especially a cool roommate. The cool roommate's all good. Now, the roommate where there's a lot of drama and everything, Then you probably think, man, I wish I would have paid the extra to live by myself. But overall, I'll probably pay for the roommate. We can split the cost of the room and board. They actually won't split the cost of the room and board, but, um, yeah, I probably still have a roommate. Make oh, noise. man,
1: I, I like having a – like, hey, my school had a great setup. Like, we'd have three people do a big room where each – there was three rooms in right. the room, right? Okay. So, you know, you get kind of spoiled at Westland. But – or you could do what the other defensive end – on my team did just throw your roommate out right at the start of the year. So you have a single every year, but (laughs) we'll get into that. But yeah, I want to, I want my own room. All right. Did you actually believe there would be student loan forgiveness?
0: No, I figured it was just a talking point. Didn't think it would really happen. Still really hasn't truly happened. I mean, they, like I said, like said earlier, they've given some something out there for like people who work in public service and everything, but as far as everybody getting it, I don't think everybody's going to get it. I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Hell no. Because just think about it. If there's no student loans, then there's not enough people to pay for universities. And then there's no universities. And we just become an uneducated mess. So the fact that people think student loans are going to be gone just out of their mind. Well, or, and,
0: also, it's, and also it's not like um, we're considered the, the uh, smartest country in the world like many other countries education system is way better than ours. And it's just, it's proven over and over again. So whatever, we'll figure something out. I'm sure. We'll but figure it out. It hasn't, right? it hasn't happened yet.
1: It hasn't happened. Yep. All right. If you could go to school over again right now,
0: and you knew you had to pay that money, what would you major in now? I would still major in business. Like I said, I went to a little bit of art school. So like everything was more, it wasn't focused or concentrated. So you got like a little bit of everything across the board, right? So I'll still major in business, but I'll probably like have a little bit of some kind of focus or like, whether it's finance or, you know, cryptocurrency NFTs or or maybe marketing because the marketing is not going away as far as doing that. But I'll make sure that there was some kind of a little bit more of a focus for me because I went to a little bit of art school as far as doing that. And I'll definitely make sure that I had like internships um, like my, starting my sophomore year going out there yeah. and getting the experience there. Cause I think that it's all about who, you know, and making those relationships work. And if you're in the internship program at a particular company, they'll take care of you when you get out of school.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like Wesleyan did actually add a business school now, even though it's a liberal arts school, they added that, you know, a non-traditional liberal arts thing, because obviously schools are competing now and it's for students out there, you know, and right. all that stuff. So I'm definitely going to, The major in something in the virtual world, out of reality, because that's where we're going. (laughs) We're going to be living in Tron. We're going to be Terminators where they're putting in fake hearts and all that stuff. And we're going to be living in a fantasy world, in our own little world. I heard you can buy property next to Snoop Dogg in the virtual world right now for uh, $24,000. You can butt up against Snoop Dogg's property. There you and, go. Uh, yeah. So, and you know what? I would major in HR in the virtual reality world because we just had some articles come out of the verse first, first harassment charges in the virtual world. So now in the virtual world, they won't let you get closer than four feet in the virtual world. So you can't harass anybody. So I would be <laughs> HR in the virtual world. Boom in business. I guarantee it now. Sign me up. Never All going right. away.
0: That's true. Never going away.
1: Yeah. All right. You're going to pay for the food plan or are you going with your own food?
0: And knowing paying how food. terrible service is these days. Paying for the food plan. Still paying for it. Back then, I'm a broke, poor college <laughs> kid that yeah. probably could cook well enough. But, you know, what? I'll let someone else do it. Let me go order some food. If anything, I can go to the grill. I can get burger. I can get a chicken sandwich. I can get a salad. I can get pizza. It doesn't matter. I'll just use the meal plan and get it from there. I'm good. Heck
1: yeah, man, I'm getting the meal plan after, and then I'll be rolling back to school in my 85 cutlass packed with Milwaukee's best, as much as I can fit in there from Tremonti distributing the good old days. I'm getting the food plan myself. Cause I was broken. All right. Job or no job? What are you doing? You going to work? I'm going to have some kind of job. Even if it's uh, assuming we didn't play ball. Let me preface this. So you're just a student. Not playing as a
0: student. Sports. Yeah, I'll probably get some kind of on-campus job at least, just so I can at least have some hanging out money. I'm not trying to live and be extra broke. I'm not trying to straight up rely on my parents anymore than I've already uh, already done or whatever. So I want to be able to hang out and do what I want, whatever I want, have a little extra cash on me. Yeah, I'm going to get a job somewhere. So back in the day, my job, I was a busboy at a sorority house. Worked out, got free food, made good money. Plus well, I'm not house so it was good. Smart move. Me and Dawson. So I
1: actually worked for a beer distributor in the summer and on break, you know, loading the beer trucks right up my alley back then. You know,
0: what were you going to say? No go when, uh,
1: ahead. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I just think you don't get the full college experience. I mean, if you're working, you can't go out for Natty lights on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, and all the regular stuff we like to do. You know, there's no NFL blitz. There's no ripping water fountains out of the wall and
0: playing that's Mario why, that's Kart. I had That's why I had a daytime job where I have to worry about that. That's why I had to <laughs> and we got to go to school sometime, right? Well, yeah, you had class. I had to be there around time ish and then five or sixes. And that was good. It was just Monday through Friday, so it was easy. But during Dang. the summers, I worked at Taco Bell. That's how I was getting some extra cash there. Doing that, I worked for the city of West Carrollton. Steam cleaning the the grease and oil from underneath the buses, so that's all I did there for that. And then, what else did I do? Um, oh, there's oh, and also we got back from spring break. All of us used to sell mint jewels in the Kentucky Derby, so that was a quick. <laughs> yeah. That was a quick thousand to fifteen hundred dollars we had. We take half of it, had that one month of spring term, so we blow that on hanging out and partying for spring term. You know that save it for the summer. That's how we did it. So to answer the question for me, real briefly, hell no, I'm not working. I'm
1: kicking it, man. I gotta get my money in the summer. All right. So yeah, I want the full experience for college. Right. All right. That pretty much
0: is it. That wraps up the rapid fire
1: student loan school edition.
0: There we go. Whether it's good or bad is what we do. So here we go on that. So now we got get real with Dane. Dane, we're getting real. Who's 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 getting real on? I'm getting real on myself this time. <laughs> Dang, get real. Darius Garland's
1: the truth. How did you not know he was going to be a star? How did, did you not know up? he was going to be an all-star? What would you say? He was too small and couldn't shoot. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Stick to football. Stay out of basketball. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're, 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 you're like the grossy and Browns media, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Stick to just enjoying the game. Don't be talking stuff about people. Darius Garland, all-star. Cavs one game out of first. Cavs winning the title this year. Cavs doing it all. And you didn't believe, you didn't believe in Altman. You won the firing. You were ripping Dan Gilbert. You were ripping that all-star you Kevin Love. You're you were ready worked. to get rid of everybody. I you had you had enough. And you didn't you see the rondo. Business. You ripped Rondo. I ripped you Rondo. And he did he still deserves it. Now, in my defense. I did say that the Cavs were too small last year, right? I kept saying they're too small. They can't get stops at the end of the game. So they did fix that. Now they're the biggest team in the league. And that's what I wanted. And that's what I'm going to win. But where I was wrong is I didn't realize Altman was going to realize this and make this happen.
0: And I didn't realize Darius Garland. So, Dane, get real. <laughs> Date reading, tell him stuff to get real. I like it. Sometimes you gotta check yourself. It is yeah. what it is there. Yep. For sure. So all right, finish things up. Messing with your money with REL. Today we have Pro Bowl running back from the New Orleans Saints, Alvin Kamara. He was in the Pro Bowl this past weekend. Football game, he played in it. After the game, went out to a Las Vegas. Well, first of all, they're in Vegas. Went to a Las Vegas club. Apparently, got into an altercation where um, he allegedly, I guess, beat someone up. Don't know the details of it. Either way, he put himself in a bad situation where, he, like Dane and I were talking about earlier, he's at least to have to pay lawyer fees, what other fees? He's probably gonna be arrested. He already got arrested. Yeah, has a bad PR, might lose endorsements depending on what's going on, what's happening. He had never had any kind of blemishes on his record before. He was good in the community, had a good name behind him as far as everything. This just is not a good look for him and or his brand or himself. Hopefully, he doesn't lose too much. I don't know what the situation was. He could have been baited into it. Could have been saw being drunk. Either way, he knows he should know that he should be not put himself in that situation, not let his emotions get to him. Like I said, I don't know if it was self-defense or what. Hopefully that's what comes out because we don't know the full story. Either way, if you're in Vegas on a Pro Bowl weekend, it's it's high sensitivity. The stars are out. The spotlight's on you. You can't do anything crazy or stupid like this got to put yourself in a better situation ultimately he's messing with his money especially if if he's found guilty things have to deal with the league be fined by the league probably be suspended by the league or whatever then he'll definitely lose endorsements and then just it's tarnishing his name so hopefully find out what happened it was a self-defense type thing but you know initially you think, man messing with his money could have put himself in a better situation but that's what happens when you have a lot of athletes and a lot of craziness going on in vegas
1: yeah, and that's one of the fears of putting those All-Star
0: games in Vegas, right? Yep. So, you know, that's what happens. Yeah, for uh, sure, man, for sure. So, all right, now that's what it is. So, we have a with Million Rail. Uh, like I said, hopefully Alvin Kamara can, can figure it out, and hopefully he's uh, something can clear his name, but you never know until the whole story comes out. So, we'll see what's good. But we are back. We're glad we we're back. Hit us up on our social media. Find us on Facebook at Always Relevant the rels in quotes so a-l-w-i-s in quotes r-e-l-l and then e-v-e-n-t you can find me on twitter at franks 1122 find dane on twitter at dean mayo we are on instagram now at always relevant all together i'm trying to think what else we'll have different uh shorts coming out this week of our different segments starting starting on tomorrow um let's see i'm trying to think what else is going on Look for us on Wednesdays. That's where um, Get Real with Dane segments are coming out every Wednesday at noon. So we'll have those coming out, the videos coming out for that. So that should be pretty good there. And, um, yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Who day? Dane, got anything for us? Take Real us out. quick,
1: Metro won the NHL All-Star game. Wrensky mic'd up, represented the Blue Jackets. So I got my hat on today. Congratulations to him. Uh, Blue Jackets, rough season. This is probably the last time I wear the hat this year. We're going Cavs after this, but congratulations, <laughs> not Sure
0: to win the All Star game. Uh, that's all I got. I'm out, man. Hey, I hope I get to wear this hat one more time. Bengals in the Super Bowl. Who Dane's out. I'm out. Until next time. Hopefully, we're celebrating next week. Here we go. We'll see you then later.